hello, I'm Peter Nelson. I lead the Infrastructure Development Group at Bechtel Enterprises, and today I'm delighted to be joined by Jim Connerton, the CEO of Nautilus Data Technologies. Nautilus is Bechtel's newest partner in global data center development. Welcome, Jim. Thanks for taking the time to talk with us today. Thanks, Peter. It's a big day for Nautilus and a big day for Bechtel. Really excited about our partnership. Thanks for that. Well, perhaps to begin, and for those listeners that are less familiar with the data center industry, could you outline some of the industry's major trends and challenges that they're facing? Well, as we've all experienced from COVID, uh, we've now seen deeply how digitally dependent the world is. Uh, you know, sort of digital communication exchanges is vital today as provision of clean drinking water or access to power. And uh, what we see in the sector then is a deep dependence then on the infrastructure to make all of that possible. And of course, data centers matter in all of that. We're moving our computers out from our offices, out from our homes and putting them in these big warehouses. And those warehouses have to do three things. They have to support a significant amount of computing. So these big computers, which are increasingly getting faster and hotter. Uh, the data centers have to uh, operate much more sustainably. They consume a lot of resources, which we can talk about. And so they have to find, we have to find a better path to this, this, this growing infrastructure. And third, and perhaps in a way most importantly, um, we have to close the digital divide. In the developed world, we have a lot of access to this new technology and this new infrastructure, but much of the rest of the world does not have it yet. So if we can deliver better technology more sustainably, to more people then we've really solved the global equation. I see that's that's great. I mean if we were to to revisit that through Nautilus's lens, you know, you talked about high power computing and the trends there and sustainability and, and the digital divide. How does that translate to to what Nautilus is bringing to the market and offering here? Well, for all three items, uh, you know, we need to take a hard look at the infrastructure. So, let's take the first item. The first item is where we're heading, which is high performance computing. So just think about more powerful computers. We all trade out our laptops and our home computers from time to time to get a better, more a faster one. Well, as it turns out, better and faster comes hotter. And uh, when you put those in data centers, you need a, a much more powerful air conditioning system. Uh, and that powerful air conditioning system is not very sustainable. Uh, and it's not very effective. And in fact, as the new computers get even faster and a little warmer, um, air conditioning just won't work anymore. So we need to find a new pathway just out of air conditioning to meet high performance computing requirements. Uh, secondly, on the sustainability loop, it's the mirror image of the same equation, which is air conditioning uses a lot of resources. Uh, and so we need to find a new pathway to reduce the environmental footprint of data centers. And then that will make data centers therefore more affordable, more reliable and more available uh, to close the digital divide. So these are the three now challenges um, uh, that we can uh, work our way through. Well, that's great. I know as we've been talking, our teams have worked together on on, on uh, potential projects for this. We've seen a lot of what Nautilus is doing here, and it strikes us as really quite unique. Maybe could you talk about some of the um, the, the, the special ways that you're going about solving these problems? So what we did at Nautilus, we said, wait, if we have to like rethink this, how's what's a better way to cool computers? So we went back to the future, which is um, let's go ahead and see if we can take naturally cold water out of large natural water bodies and use that to cool the computers instead of doing a lot of um, uh, complex engineering and management to, to, to cool the computers using air conditioning. So that's the core of what we've done. And, and when you do that, it means we can, we can cool, we bring naturally cold water 
uh, right into the data hall through a series of heat exchangers. Uh, we borrow it from the sea or from a lake or from a large river. And um, we simply transfer the coldness to the back of the computers and, and cool them off that way. Uh, and so it's, it's simple. Uh, it's actually relatively easy to do. It's just the data center sector has never done it before. In fact, it's the way all other sectors cool themselves. So Bechtel has deep experience with thermal power plants. Bechtel has deep experience putting up large industrial facilities. Uh, in fact, Bechtel has deep experience you know, with water treatment facilities and the like. All of these, these big pieces of infrastructure that generate heat, um, they use this technique. They take naturally cold water to cool themselves, and they've been doing it for over 100 years. Right, it's always quite, um, it's quite, it was a light bulb moment for me when it went on and talking to you and the team, Jim, when you sort of showed the technology and how effective it can be and the fact that it hadn't been applied yet just seemed like an obvious switch that could be made. And I think what was really interesting for me is people are often in the dark about just how much power and just how much water it takes to, to run these data centers and run our digital lives. And it always strikes me that really the, the kind of energy and carbon footprint of the data center world, which is rapidly growing, is on a par with the pre-COVID airline industry. I mean, it's really, it's really up there. And, uh, and it's not showing any signs of slowing down. So I think solutions like yours are really well placed to, to, to future-proof the, the kind of march of AI and high-performance computing, which, uh, you know, going back to your, your point about the digital divide, data centers can then be deployed in more places. You know, there are places that have uh, scarce water supplies and, and less available uh, power to, to, to run these facilities. Well, we've tried as a startup to focus first on introducing the technology to high demand regions. So around the world today, there are you know, 15, 20 global hubs. And uh, this is where all of our data exchanges. So we're having this conversation now, but it's running through one of these global hubs. And, um, and so it's places like Northern California, like Singapore, like London, um, but there are other locations as well. Uh, Ireland, as it turns out, is one of the global hubs. And we have a project that we're going to take all of the learnings from our first project in Stockton and apply them to an even um, more effective, more efficient, more sustainable design uh, on, a floating, on a floating barge uh, and, uh, and do that in a community in the west of Ireland that's very similar to Stockton. And we're going to help sort of reduce the footprint of data centers that currently sit around Dublin and move westward in Ireland and provide the opportunity to have dramatic expansion of data center infrastructure that will serve not just the needs of Irish business, but serve the needs of the globe, uh, which is really quite exciting. Uh, in addition, we have a project um, that's unfolding now in Maine. Uh, and that's a particularly exciting project because that will end up being the greenest data center in the world because we'll be using hydropower to provide electricity to the facility, so zero emission electrons. Um, and we're actually gonna be able to use the hydropower facility and the reservoir that sits above it uh, as the means of bringing cold water into the data center. So we'll either eliminate our pumps or dramatically reduce the need for pumps. What struck me uh, in our conversations is just Nautilus Solution isn't one that's just found anywhere. And, and by virtue of that, we have to bring, each of us have to bring a lot of new things to the table. So it's not just our data center uh, group working on this. It's the, the water and the cooling and the heat exchange folks and experts. It's the modular construction um, teams that may have been working on LNG facilities for us. 
there's all sorts of group teams that are coming together. And of course, Nautilus has assembled its own experts um, to, in developing the technology. And it's the confluence of all of that that I think makes this really quite special. Yeah, I think you're zeroing in on the, the fact that this is actually a horizontal partnership, although we might naturally think of it as a vertical one. Um, the goal is to deploy data centers, but the methodology is uh, taking advantage of our effort over the last many years to perfect this approach um, to make 10,000 decisions to reduce it to you know, 200, 300 design points, and then working with Bechtel's experts to refine that. So that's just the design piece of this horizontal effort. Uh, but then in terms of when you think about deployment, deployment depends on the expertise of Bechtel, who's, who's used to building large industrial systems, managing large water handling systems, uh, uh, knows how to work at the shoreline, whether you're onshore or offshore, uh, and knows how to deliver, knows how to deliver um, through your uh, EPC processes everywhere in the world. Uh, so that's something Nautilus can't do. We would never take it upon ourselves to do. It's why we have a partner in Bechtel to help us achieve that globally. I think there's a lot of threads that we can pull together. And I think it's that integration that's really exciting to me about Nautilus, especially since we're, we're able to start uh, at the very earliest stages of the projects with in development with Bechtel Enterprises, going through how we establish the sites, select the sites, optimize them. Fairly, uh, figure out the financing and then move on to the EPC project and, and beyond. So that part is very exciting to me. Well, Jim, thank you so much uh, for talking with us today. And thanks for also for your team for working with us uh, today. We look really forward to, uh, to the future and uh, can't wait to have you back again for another chat. Thanks so much, Peter. Real pleasure. Mm -hmm.